Hello and welcome to Night Off. I am Alex. I am joined by my co-hosts Walsh and Derek, my best friends. We talk some wrestling, we talk some shenanigans, we talk about all sorts of things. If you like this sort of thing, give us a like, comment, subscribe. We're on all the socials at Night Off Pod. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon Music, because that's a thing now, and YouTube, if you want to watch the video. Uh, boys, how you doing tonight? Doing good. Yeah? Doing good. Yeah, how are you I'm, doing? I'm doing pretty all right. I just realized that I left the title up from the last episode, so I'm going to change oh. that on the fly as I uh, get into something I wanted to... Uh, cover before we got into the main meat of today, which is going to be a little quiz show for you, too. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we're going to be tallying up some points. Uh, so, Ooh. I wanted to get into a little bit of, like, the early days of wrestling, and part of that is talking about how it sort of developed in the States, specifically. Because wrestling as a sport has existed Forever. It's like the first sport we ever had as human beings. It was in the yeah, first Olympics. Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. It was in the first Olympics. It was all of that. But in the States, it didn't really get popular as a form of like theater and entertainment until like post-Civil War. And that specific style of wrestling is what is called as catch-as-catch-can. If that's not... Oh, common. yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, I know catch-as-catch-can. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You know, it's holds, it's submissions, it's throws. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like wrestling as we know it today, as it's performed in the ring with, you know, performers and such as that. Uh, yeah. Before that, it was like just a legitimate kind of like fighting sport. And it mm -hmm. kind of became a form as, of entertainment due to uh, traveling carnival culture, basically. It was a sideshow. It was done in front of people and crowds. And mm -hmm. there was kind of like two things that happened at the same time. Uh, one was boxing started becoming more popular, so wrestling started dying out in popularity because it would go for hours. It would just be, you know, two guys trying to submit each other for way too long and audiences would lose interest. And mm -hmm. these two kind of schools of thought uh, showed up where there was one where it was okay let's make this about something else and people could buy tickets to challenge a wrestler so it was yeah it was crowd work that's yep. where you started to get yep. the development of like the heel characters like someone that yep. would be in the ring to antagonize the crowd that would make people want to fight them and the other thing that started happening was they started scripting finishes and be yes. turning it into more performance. And that had all these kind of like benefits. It allowed for uh, sort of wrestlers to get less hurt and perform in later into their years and reduce mm -hmm. the injuries, help with scheduling, and kept the matches shorter, which helped keep people's attention. Yeah, so I do know a little bit about this. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so you boys, we all play D&D. Yep. together uh audience and i started making a wrestling themed D, D game a while back and so i started looking into more of the history and such of of wrestling and uh catch wrestling or catch uh catch of catch can or 
Catch Me If You Can. There's many iterations of the name. Uh, it goes way back. Uh, you're seeing this as early back as the uh, 19th century and uh, uh, 18th century uh, British sailors going around the world, learning different submission holds and such from different soldiers around the world and bringing them back for this kind of style of wrestling. I think it was Lancashire where uh, some of the roots of this style of wrestling are seen. And when it came to the States, you know, that was early to mid 19th century. So like 1820s, 1830s, somewhere around there. And uh, at the time we had brawling or gouging as I believe it was also called. Yeah. That was, uh, uh, they would, you know, have sharpened fingernails. Yep. Yeah. Because, like, one of the things was gouging people's eyes out. Yeah. Um, And biting. (laughs) And biting, yeah. So, like, it was a brutal, brutal kind of form of of fighting and entertainment. And when this came over, it was... It's not that it was more safe in the sense that it was weaker or anything, but it drew more of a crowd. It was more entertaining to watch. And people could do it for longer without, you know, losing an eyeball necessarily. I, I, I know that uh, with, with catch, uh, catch wrestling, that's where the term uh, no holds barred comes from. Uh, because you had a lot of like arm holds uh, and a lot of locks for submissions. Uh, so like the hammer lock, you see that coming out of uh, catch wrestling. Uh, wrist lock, you see pins coming out of catch wrestling because a pin was a way to uh, ensure that the no one could dispute your victory it's uh abraham lincoln uh is yeah. i think at posthumously known as a catch wrestler yeah i actually have that in my notes because i wanted to say that he is probably the most famous wrestler who is famous for not wrestling uh yeah yeah it was uh he got started back when he was you know like a teenager like when he wasn't working like agriculture and stuff like that he was a wrestler he was let me see here uh but he was a county champion wrestler at 21 and wow yeah he continued to wrestle uh when he was going to law school before he was in Mm -hmm. politics uh it came out during his first senate run uh but he has a record of 300 wins and only one recorded loss are they including the that uh, uh, brawl, quote-unquote, that he had where he wrestled a bunch of guys one-on-one, one at a time, instead of fighting them all at the same time? I'm not sure. Uh, I also don't know if this includes any of his bouts with vampires as his second job as a vampire killer. True. Yeah, true. Little-known fact, uh, he was a vampire hunter. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't count undead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, in 1992, officially recognized by the National Wrestling Hall of Fame as an outstanding American in the sport. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he gained some notoriety uh, primarily when he first moved to Illinois in uh, New Salem. He was working at, I believe, a store, like a grocery store, and the owner uh, would use him as a wrestler to sort of promote his store. To draw oh, crowds. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, he is also not alone as a professional, well, not as a wrestler in American politics and presidents. Uh, Washington, I think Taft was another one. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I was, I was <laughs> just thinking Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. 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 All like rich history. He's apparently. actually known for it. He's actually known for it during uh, our time in Panama. Yeah. Like, that is one of the way he boosted morale with the boys was uh, some good old catch wrestling. Yeah, they saw it as kind of like uh, the this feat of physical strength was an important like thing for a politician to have. It, it showed their mm-hmm. strength, their endurance, and so on. So it was like partially what got him elected as a senator. Yeah, Can yeah. Can he get a twenty twenty four presidential wrestling bout? Whatever, whoever the two nominees are, I don't care. Get in uh, the ring. Uh, we can set that up in uh, 2K23. We can absolutely we can. set that up. We can. Uh, <laughs> we should do that. We should I, do that. Yeah. Oh, we should. I will get those set up uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks before. Like, we can set this up for, uh, like, the GOP debates. We can set this up for the primaries. <laughs> I will. Oh, I am so going to do this. On board for this. Can we do a, a, a like a Royal Rumble style where at the end we have Biden come out like CM Punk and just ruin everything for everyone? Dude, we can have Biden with the money in the bank briefcase to ruin everything yeah. at the end. Just go, run yeah. in. You got to have Ross Perot with the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. What is... I can really like upsize his ears too. Yeah, on both sides. Oh no, he comes flying in because he glides with his ears into the ring, like Shawn Michaels on that zip line in WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh no. Oh my God, that's fantastic. That would be great. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Uh, Let's do it. Mark that down. Write that down. That's a future show. Oh man. Oh, that's going to be fun. Evil editing Derek. You know, make a note of that. Yeah, editing Derek, save us all. Shout out to editing Derek. Yeah, shout out yep, to that guy. Good. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, like, the popularization of carnival show wrestling is mm-hmm. kind of what I attribute to a lot of the culture that still, like, permeates to this day. Like, some of the terms, like, uh, for instance, kayfabe. Kayfabe mm-hmm. is a word that is all-encompassing for, like, pretending that it's a real sport, that everything is real. Like, your character yeah. is kayfabe. It was a code word used by wrestlers back in the day to, like, signal, like, hey, you know, you gotta keep it, you know, legit on the level. Because, you know, like Santa Claus, you gotta pretend it's real in order to sell crowds on the tickets, sell them to the shows, and all that. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, because well, either I'm sorry. Or... Yeah, no, no, that was. Yeah, no, it's that was real to me. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. some of these feuds and stuff are real. Like some of yeah. the, uh, some of the feuds were that were real were used as in ring promotions and such. Yeah, another word for that. Shoot, that defines uh, yeah, everything shoot. that's real. For instance, yep. uh, Matt Hardy and Edge, when Lita cheated on Matt Hardy with Edge, and then Matt yes. got fired for it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then they brought him back. You know, that was that was shoot. That was for real. 
Uh, the writing this down for the quiz later. No, this will not be part of the quiz. I'm, no, I was going to say, if it's being brought up now, there's no way he's going to do it. Yeah, no. Uh, this is gonna, uh, There's yeah. a bit more variety in that quiz later, and there's different levels of difficulty. So it's going to be fun. For any of the older crowd of uh, people watching wrestling, you can also think of uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage's uh, shoot promo against Hulk Hogan after Hulk Hogan uh, m- allegedly groped his wife. Miss Elizabeth. Yes, yeah. uh, that was definitely a shoot promo of the ages because I also think he was extremely, extremely high on cocaine. Macho man on cocaine? Never. Come on. Never. Never. <laughs> never. Hulk Hogan being a piece of shit? Never. Never. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. What are you going to do, brother? Yeah, but that also brings us into, like, the mega powers exploding and that shoot being turned into a work. A work dictating anything that is part of the script, part of how the show is supposed to go. And a work shoot is real-life shit being used in the show. And Yeah, because everything's a, everything's a work. So, like, your promo is work, your, mm-hmm. uh, your in-ring events are, are work, your out-of-ring antics are work. Yeah. Uh... Everything is in, is all encompassing the family and wrestling. Yeah, and maintaining kayfabe. Like, yep. uh, I can't remember if it was Hogan, if it was Savage, uh, but somebody was on the road with uh, the Wild Samoans uh, back in the day, mm-hmm. and they got pulled over, and they got uh, arrested for having, I think it was an unregistered firearm in the vehicle, like a handgun. And they were maintaining kayfabe, the Wild Samoans, by not speaking because they didn't talk. So they, yep. the cops were just infuriated with them, and they couldn't get out of trouble because they refused to talk. They wouldn't break kayfabe. It's amazing. I mean, at the same time, though, you know, Fifth Amendment right to self-incrimination. You don't exactly. have to self-incriminate. So as mad as those freaking officers might have been at the end of the day despite also keeping kayfabe they refused to lick the boot so they did the wild Samoans said a cab without saying anything they did <laughs> and i'm proud yeah they go back man i mean there's a lot of uh there's a lot of wrestlers that really hold true to the idea of kayfabe and there's a lot that don't anymore either because I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's as honored of a tradition as it used to be uh, I think it depends on the wrestler, and I think it depends on where their training and their history comes from from wrestling. Because you see some of these guys, like MJF, who lives his kayfabe. Yeah, he lives his character. He keeps it together. Like at autograph signings, mm-hmm. outside, online, he keeps it up. And, you know, that doesn't happen super often anymore. I would say probably like late. Like, the birth of the Attitude Era started, like, breaking it down. When they started yeah. bringing the real-life stuff in there with, you know, Mr. McMahon becoming a character on screen. I think that started to deteriorate, like, people's, like, acceptance of it being completely, you know, worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the 90s 
either way had a lot to do with that because you started seeing smaller guys coming in and taking the top uh, top rungs of uh, each federation. Mm-hmm. You're seeing guys doing crazier and wilder things where any normal person, they just, they wouldn't survive that. They'd become goo. Yeah. Unless there was some level of protection going on between the two wrestlers. Like, so, you know, Vince blowing himself up in the limo and being on TV next week. Exactly. <laughs> or Jeff Hardy jumping 30 feet down to a uh, an asphalt floor. Yeah. Or you people know? getting buried alive by The Undertaker. That too. That too. <laughs> or snakes being in a car. Oh, God. Who was like, that? Steve Austin. Yeah. God, Steve Austin is the best. Oh, yeah. That's right. He did do that. <laughs> Don't do that to people. No, you well, like, you shouldn't. But he did. The Texas Rattlesnake uh, does not obey the laws of man. I think he's one of those that he found his kayfabe and he found that it matched his personal life enough to where he could live it without actually having to tr- truly hold on to kayfabe. Well, that is something that, like, a lot of, like, the all-time great of, like, the modern era wrestlers say about your character and kayfabe. And it's that if you want to succeed as a wrestler, your character should just be you turned up to 11, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It works. I mean, mm-hmm. most of these guys that are over the top and rambunctious, you know they're like that for the most part in real life, like Ric Flair. Yeah, Roddy Piper. But yeah, Roddy Piper, great, great example. He's just one of those guys where, like, it makes it easier to believe them. Like, mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston is a guy working right now who I 100% can, bu- like, I know wrestling's fake. Everyone knows oh, yeah. these days. But I believe Eddie Kingston and the words that come out of his mouth because he believes them. Yeah, so I think that that he's the type of guy that even outside of wrestling, he'd be one of those that if you wanted to pick a fight with him in the street, he'd he'd brawl you. Yeah. He would brawl you. Like I I think his kayfabe is him. It's just him not like I always say that like Eddie Kingston's gimmick is he's the guy as a wrestler that nobody told him that wrestling was scripted. (laughs) (laughs) I would believe that, yeah. I would believe that. Like, that's his character. He's he's out there for real every week. You know, another one I I can think of that doesn't necessarily honor kayfabe completely, but still kind of lives it a little bit, is CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, he's got that old-school mentality. He's one of those guys, though, where... He, his version of kayfabe is like the worked shoot everything. Uh huh. Like yeah. he's gonna everything's gonna be brought in from real life that he can. Yep. Speaking, if there's any any sort of drama, any sort of grudge, it's getting it's getting brought into the ring. Everybody's gonna know about it. Yeah. Speaking of, he had a fantastic promo on SmackDown uh, last Friday. And it completely mm-hmm. made up that nothing one that he had on Raw. The nothing burger, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you don't get... Yeah. He was on last night. Yeah, he was at uh, the NXT uh, show, uh, Deadline. Yeah. Uh, not sure if that was 
because they were alluding to it a little bit earlier in the day about him missing his flight. And Shawn Michaels oh. being like, hey, instead of like having that phone call, you know, why don't you just come on down in person? Uh, the current like storyline with him being brought into WWE right now is just like, okay, which show is he going to sign on? So they're kind of like working that in a little bit. He also had a little bit of a Paul Rudd, uh, hey, look at us, moment on TV. <laughs> Would you just look at us? Just please, just for a moment. Yeah. Just for a moment, guys. Yeah, I uh, I think that's a smart play with it, though, because you're kind of bringing light to some of the other shows that don't always get the views that they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, NXT is great. Yeah. Uh, I think it had better iterations earlier on, but it's one of those spots that you get to see some up-and-coming names. I mean, that's the whole point. It's the development. It's the get the people who are you know, young and hungry at this, get them their reps in the ring, let them Mm -hmm. figure out how to, you know, work the camera, work the crowd, be comfortable on TV. Uh, Really, it's, you know, kind of like you're seeing people's careers develop in front of you. And one of the nice things about it is they let them try it. Like, they give them the dumbest gimmicks possible sometimes and let them figure it out and see if they can sink or swim and make, you know, Chicken salad out of chicken shit. The, uh, the, the thought of, uh, putting CM Punk over there for a little bit actually intrigues me because I feel like part of his time at AEW was to help other up and coming wrestlers go over the top, like MJF and a few others, uh, mm-hmm. Kingston as well. Oh my God, that in ring promo um, of Kingston and Punk right there yeah. is amazing. Uh-huh. Like, just, they're at opposite ends of the ring, just each one of them slowly working their way towards the center as they're just, you know, chewing each other out. Oh, it was great. It was great. And I, I feel like that's uh, that's the type of guy he could be over at WWE now. Because he's, you know, he's one of the older crowd. He's I don't know if he's legend status, but he's at least icon status. I mean, he's he's a draw. He, he has been for a long time now. Uh, and now it's just, it's almost as if people don't know what to expect from him right now because he's kind of doing the same thing in WWE that he first did when he got to AEW where he was all smiles, he was happy to be there, he's participating. Is he going to put you know, the younger talent over? Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. Is And I wonder if it's going to last because that's kind of the question. That's what everybody's expecting now because... He blew up hard at AEW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the rumor circulating now is he made, he reached out to WWE before he went to AEW. He reached out to WWE during that last year with AEW when he was still under contract. So there's speculation, you know, baseless speculation that he was trying Uh to get out of his contract with AEW. Really? Yeah. And he may have just like, you know, exploded backstage to get fired on purpose. Allegedly. Huh. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But if true, though, that's actually, uh, that's pretty nuts. And still kind of on character, though. So if not true, make it a storyline in the weeks to come. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. He's made some allusions to AEW. We're not sure, like, I don't think we'll ever know like what kind of like NDA structure he may or may not be under. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. 
kind of part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean... Go ahead. I'm going to say, Tony Khan's got lawyers, though. Some heavy-hitting lawyers, so... And I have a money. feeling if there's an... Yeah. So I have a feeling if he's... If he's under NDA, that will be enforced. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the question remains, like, what does that NDA cover? Does it cover, like, television? Does it cover if he decides to go on somebody else's podcast, whoever's brave enough to take him on uh, after the whole fiasco with Colt Cabana? If uh, for some reason you ever <laughs> happen to watch this, Pepsi Man, I'll have you on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love me? to hear what you have to say. So, Dude, yeah. I don't, even if he didn't want to talk about anything current, I would love to just listen to him wax yeah. poetic about Bret Hart classic matches, mm-hmm. his philosophy on wrestling, his philosophy on character work. Oh, my God, I'd love to hear it. Oh, you know, if he were to actually show up for something like that, I would put together something like a big giant quiz for him and see how much he knows of the old days. I guarantee you. I bet he knows a lot. I bet he knows a lot. He knows probably more than Will. He's probably forgotten more than Will ever know. True. Yeah. True. Like, I've, I've looked up a few things of him. Uh, over the past few, I don't know, like week or two mm-hmm. for some stuff behind the scenes. And like, I love his promos and stuff, man. Like I love, I love his shoot promos in AEW. Mm-hmm. I love his shoot promos in WWE. Just a, just a great, great asshole. I just love it. Yeah. I really want him to turn heel as soon as possible because he's so good at being mm-hmm. a dickhead. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's coming. I feel like we're we'll see it in the new year. Oh yeah, from him. He's. I mean, that's what everybody wanted from AEW run because mm-hmm. there was allusions to it, but he didn't like fully commit yet. I feel like there was still time that he could have worked something there if he'd get yeah, his kinda, own way. I kind of thought for a bit that it was going to be him kind of toppling every heel in AEW so he could be top heel in the company. Mm -hmm. So, uh, recently I was watching some uh, older uh, Dark Side of the Ring episodes, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about uh, Bash at the Beach back in the day, uh, I think it was 2000 was the year, where there was essentially going to be a main event that Vince Russo had, you know, planned ahead with, you know, Booker T taking the title off of uh, Jeff Jarrett. And there's still to this day disputes about what was supposed to happen. Uh, But Mm -hmm. essentially Hulk Hogan and Bischoff had a different storyline in mind. And because of the contract that Hulk Hogan had, he had complete creative control of his character. yeah. And essentially what happened on the night Jeff Jarrett just laid down and Hogan pinned him. So <laughs> you can see that because you don't want to, it's just like, screw it. If you're going to, if you're going to not want to play along and help me boost my character up, screw it. I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Just pin me. Pin but me. according to Russo, what the idea was since he got like overruled on what was supposed to happen Hogan was supposed to be, like, on screen, pissed off, take the belt, go home, be off TV Mm -hmm. for a while, and, like, the company was supposed to say, okay, well, we have a vacant champion, we're going to have a tournament, 
And when it comes time to have, like, the finals on the tournament, Hogan's supposed to reappear and goes, uh, 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 I'm the real champion. You And he still has, like, the belt that he had from there. And yeah. part of me suspects that's what Punk wanted to do when he came back at AEW at that last bit because he was running around calling himself the real world's champion. Oh. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I think that might be in the attention because at that period of time when he first came back, he was doing a lot of callbacks to Hogan. Like in the ring, he would do like the ear cup. He would do mm-hmm. the leg drop. He would do all of yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think that's I mean, what I he was that, planning. I know that he likes to do homages to people either like from back in the day or guys that he previously worked with that he enjoyed. Because mm-hmm. like there was a, a good spat in his in the early run of AEW for him where he was uh, mimicking John Cena as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He mimicked uh, he mimicked the rock a couple times and did the people's elbow. Uh, I mean, heck, he, he mimicked Ric Flair. Yeah, he did the little bit of that. I mean, I think it was his first match with Darby was, like, there was a lot of callbacks to uh, Bret Hart versus the one two three kid Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's just how he oh, is. He loves, you know, him some Bret Hart, and of course he's going to, like, he's multiple callbacks to Bret Hart. Multiple. Oh, I love Bret Hart. Love Bret Hart. Everybody does. He's the hitman. He's the hitman. The excellence in execution. Exactly. How do you feel about that, Walsh, though? Do you mm-hmm. think uh, Do you think that's what's going to happen with CM Punk? Well, yes. <laughs> he was wearing... Uh, nice. I think he was wearing a Bret Hart hoodie. He was. Night on NXT. Yeah. As he was on screen with Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. I, I uh-huh. don't know what they were whispering in each other's ears. Was it serious? Or they were just like, you smell great today. <laughs> now, um, I know the beef has technically been squashed between mm-hmm. Brett and Michaels, but I highly, highly doubt that's true. I'm sorry. Well, there's just... the. the I mean, Audience, if you don't know, we're talking about we're, we're talking about like with the Montreal screw job and everything. Mm-hmm. I think they buried uh, the hatchet like long ago. Oh, I wouldn't doubt for the most part like they're amicable, mm-hmm. but I bet there's still there's still some tensions. I mean, if anything, I think all of Bret Hart's like hatred and frustration in the industry is just focused on Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, with that kick. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, he that will, ended his career. Yeah, and I mean it did, and yeah, that, like he will never miss an opportunity to bury Bill Goldberg because he always refers to him as Bill Goldberg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, I, it's a, it's a fair thing to be mad about though because Goldberg is very well known for not actually pulling his punches the way you're supposed to pull them, and no. he would hit you a lot harder and a lot, in a lot less safe of a way than you were supposed to be doing it in the ring. So, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, particularly because, like, during his initial run with, you know, WCW, when they built him up, it was just, like, 30-second squash matches where Mm -hmm. that's not a lot of time to get, like, practice in the ring at being safe when you're just supposed to be look like an unbeatable beast. Oh, I know. I know. Because he basically spear them, and then it'd be done. Yeah. Spear, jackknife powerbomb, 
whatever, done, over. Mm-hmm. Send the people home. Yeah, I, audience, if you've never seen that kick, we'll have to highlight it at some point and go over. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, I'd like to go over Bret Hart's career at some point and do a highlight of that because that man had an epic career. Epic. Yeah, which, you know what? That's a fantastic segue into our quiz. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so Are you we ready, got... Welsh? No. <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah, this is just going to be first to answer, multiple choice, uh, and really, boys, this is just for fun. There's no prize. Do we need a ding? Uh, you can just ding. You can shout out the answer. You can just say your name. Whatever, as long as you call attention to me, immediate. Like, you can, you can technically answer before I finish reading off all your possible choices. Ooh, okay. 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 Do I get extra points if I answer before you give me any options? Yes. <laughs> you do get I double points. Get those, do I get the extra points if I get it wrong? You get half points. I might just go for those half points. <laughs> I'm not going to be keeping track. What's half a zero, correct? Uh, Seven. <laughs> wow. All right. That makes yeah. sense. 25%. Okay. That's a that's something. First question, and this comes up because we're talking about Bret Hart. Which rope is often called Bret's rope? Shout out to OSW Review, or the most dangerous rope? Is it? Ooh, I got it. It's the second rope. It is the second rope. Okay, that's one for Jared. It's the most dangerous rope. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. That was, like like I said, there's going to be some uh, difficulty shifts here because I randomized the order that they're going to come up with. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. That means this is an easy one. <laughs> no. That was an easy one. <laughs> that was an easy one. Uh, no, this, this next one will be easy. Okay. What is the Freebird rule? Is it championships cannot be won via countout? Wrestlers with live birds in their entrance must have them tethered. Any must be tethered. Incorrect, sir. Oh, I'm going to go with A. I was thinking A. Oh, there's still two more options. Oh, <laughs> he already went A. I already, already, he already went A. If I'm wrong, yeah. if I'm wrong you might as well say because I, I commit. Yeah, you, you, you both get, are going to have a chance to pick it up now. Any two members of a three-person stable can defend tag titles, or Leonard Skinner only allowed their songs to be played at one wrestling show per year. That one. I'm going to go with that last Skinner. one. Dang it. It, it's yeah. wrong, <laughs> both of you guys. Right, I'm gonna wrong. go with the, the second to last one. I'm going with the second to last one. Okay, yes, it is. Any two members of a three-person stable can defend tag yeah. titles. I got a thirty-second yeah. of a point. I got yeah. a thirty-second of a point. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with E, where you can only shout "Freebird" a multiple of three <laughs> times in a row before you have to stop. All right, he gets Show two points for that. <laughs> I don't see anything. Just keep looking. Let's <laughs> go back away. All right. All right. Next one. Why did Vince McMahon start referring to wrestling as sports entertainment? Is it to keep brand con- branding consistent with the change from WWF to WWE? Is it because of the post-steroid trial he wanted a cleaner image? That one. Incorrect. <laughs> Was it because he couldn't copyright wrestling or is it to avoid regulated 
uh, regulations associated with actual sports. Walsh, you get first dibs. I'm going to say copyright. Vince sounds more like a dick about copyright. No, sir. Incorrect. Damn. Derek, chance to pick it up. A. No, incorrect. I, I choose D. <laughs> After they bought the... He chose limit. D? He chose D? He said D. He chose B. He said D. D. He said D. I heard D. I thought he said B. I was like, I already said that one. He isn't Derek. Yeah. No, uh, Vince You're chose... Barrick. <laughs> hey, Barrick, how you doing? Hi, Barrick. Hello, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, because there's uh, actual like laws and regulations associated with real sports, he chose the brand it as sports entertainment to get around those laws. Oh, those uh, those pesky regulations. Okay, there's going to be five options for this one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Eric already picked B. <laughs> nope, no, maybe, but no. Okay, which of these is not a term for making yourself bleed? Is it bleeding, getting color, Gigging, juicing, or Gallaghering. Uh, yeah, it's not juicing. Uh, 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 the last one, Gallaghering. It is Gallaghering. Gallaghering is not a term used for making yourself bleed. Gotcha. I don't think gigging should be either. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I, I thought, I thought you said gigging. Are you trying to cut yourself? Yeah, it's gigging. Yeah, G I double G. I N G. Oh. oh, not giggity. Not not giggity, no. <laughs> before oh, okay. before Quackmire existed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh next one. The headquarters of the WWE is called Titan Towers. Where is it located? Is it New York City, New York, Stamford, Connecticut, West Newbury, Massachusetts? Or Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, B. Stamford, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I thought I was gonna catch you with the Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, this is not the office, and I am not Joe Biden. So. <laughs> You're not Joe Biden. I'm not. Uh, you don't know nothing about nothing, Jack. Learn something new every day. Yeah. You're not Dark Brandon. <laughs> yeah. I need an ice cream cone. And some sunglasses. Some aviators. That picture goes hard. It does go hard. I love that photo of him. Mm. All right. Next one. What is a receipt for? Is it an IOU for pills or steroids? Is it getting reprimanded backstage for going off script? Is it when a wrestler is owed a storyline payoff? Or is it a stiff hit in return for another real hit? Storyline payoff. No. It's the last one. It it's is a, a real hit. It is it's a, a stiff hit. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, a common practice for when you are, you know, mistakenly uh, hit for real. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goldberg, known for that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a fantastic one with Braun Strowman and uh, our boy Brock Lesnar. Just uh-huh. he hits him real hard. Like UFC fighter Brock came out for a split second there because he was legit. That, oh, that's the one where he whipped him in the head, right? Yeah, yeah. right in the back of the head. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great, 
That was a great thing to see. It was hilarious. Okay. Oh, God, I forgot I put this one in here. Ooh, <laughs> yes. I'm probably going to lose it then. Yeah. What is a blowjob? <laughs> is it a missed move? I know. A match during an ad break? An attractive male wrestler who is supposed to attract female fans? Or a match with nothing but finishers and signature moves? Imagine nothing but finishers. Incorrect. No, it so is. You take it your own way. <laughs> I was going to say, that actually, without going into too many details, sounds like the most correct to what a blowjob is, though. Yeah, but it's not. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, what was B? Wait, what was B again? Uh, a match during, like, an ad break. I'm going to say that one. No. Dang. You got two options left. Is it either a missed move or an attractive male wrestler? I'm going to say attractive male wrestler. You are correct, sir. Yes. I, I, I thought that one was a little too on the nose. I'm not going to lie. So I didn't want oh. to go with it. <laughs> Maybe I should have been because wrestling's on the nose many times. So it really I, is. <laughs> <sighs> it is not exactly the, Good job, my boy. the most uh, subtle art. <laughs> you got points. Derek's, I think we're close together. Yeah, Derek, you got him by like one or two points here. Okay, okay. okay. So it's not bad. You can still win. All right, this is a, this is a fill in the blank. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Blank heat was a term for this wrestler who was so hated, people wanted them to just go away. Is it Rocky Maivia heat, X-Pac heat, The Miz heat, or... Honky Tonk Man Heat. Oh. Um. Do, 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 do. I'm going to go with Honky Tonk. No, it is not Honky Tonk. You One of them kind of makes sense. I'm going to go B. X Pac is yeah. correct. That was going to be my next choice. Yeah. 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 Uh, after a while, people hated X-Pac so much, they never wanted to see him again. Yeah, I heard he was kind of a uh, blowhard and all that behind the scenes. So, mm -hmm. kind of a jerk. Them. They love to hate the Miz, too. So. That's, yeah. That was the other option. That was like going to be my backup. They want him to go away. They want him to stay so they can keep hating. Yeah. There was a period of time, I think, in his earlier career where they uh, wanted him to legit go away, though. But, yeah, oh, that's yeah, that the was... other word for this is go away heat. That uh, that was when he was fresh off of uh, Real World or whatever. Yeah, uh, people really didn't like him for that. And then they tried to do something uh, where he was like a host of like some like contest that they were doing with like divas. That was awful. I wouldn't doubt it. Yep. I wouldn't doubt it. Next up, what is a rib? Getting paid in food. A piece of wrestling gear, a prank, or is it found in catering? Uh, I'm gonna say all it's a. Of these right. <laughs> I mean, technically, on the on the setting, they are all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say C. I'm which going one? Was... Wrestling equipment. It is not wrestling equipment. C. What did I say? Which was was C? Because I'm reading these out of order. It was the second I hope to. Wrestling equipment. It was not. It was the second to last one. It was not the in the catering. It was the one right before it. 
Oh, it was a prank. Yeah, that one. That, that is one. correct. Yes. Yo. <laughs> Fuck Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for you audio listeners, I am uh, air punching in my room, and I'm <laughs> trying to make it look like I'm punching Walsh. Yeah, you're shadow boxing. I don't know how much I'm successful in. Yeah. You're, get, you're pretty good. You're good. You're, you're lined yeah. up right there. You're getting, like, right next to his chin and his cheek. Okay. Yeah. No. Tighten it back a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Not even moving. <laughs> yeah. Yo. He has no selling it hard. Nope. Nope, because uh, he doesn't love me. You know, Ooh. it is what it is. Thanks. It'd be like that. It do be like that. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean when a wrestler works snug? Is it when they use tight holds and submissions to make it look more real, uh, they are boring and thus tuck the crowd into a sleep. They nail their allotted ring time to the second, or they never step out of line backstage or in story. <laughs> I don't know. They're all such good options. What's the one about tucking? Because that's that's the I can't, I couldn't get past they, the word tucking. I'm not gonna they, they they are boring. They're boring and they tuck the crowd to sleep. Like they tuck them in to go to bed. Oh, so okay, that okay, that I I didn't get past the word tucking. So I didn't oh, you know thought they were they, last, you, you thought they were I just tucking were their stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one, because that's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> that's, the, that's not it. That's not it. I'm going to go with the tight hold. Yes, you are correct, sir. Yeah. They, snuggle up together. Yeah. Yeah. I know what tucking means. Look, there, there, there is no real wrong answers here. <laughs> There's just more correct ones. There's just more correct ones. Sounds accurate. Uh, you know what? I get, I get a full snow cone? I'll play a half game. Play yeah. half game. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, named after the Great Muda, the Muda scale measures how much of this is in a match. Uh, blood loss. Interference. How much a wrestler is paid. Or barbed wire. I'm going barbed mm. wire. It is, not blar- it is not barbed wire. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with the second one, B. Interf- it is not... The second interf- one, you got to say a word. Yeah, say a word. Interference. Yeah, it, interference. Is, not, it is not interference. You okay. have two options right. left. The, the one. The one? The right one. The right, right. one? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to remember what they are. A blood loss. Let's, I'm going to say blood yeah, loss. Yeah, it is blood loss. It is blood loss. See? Is, yeah, he said the right one. He, get, he gets a half point, right? He gets he half gets point there. Share, yeah. We share that point. Yeah. yeah. We should yeah. share that. Yeah. I think we should share. It's okay. You boys are like tied sure. anyway. Sure. <laughs> nope. Other one, other, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Derek, I need to steal it. I need you to steal yourself for this one. Okay. Okay. What is a wrestler doing if they are jerking the curtain are they fleeing the aftermath of a match are they hiding backstage behind the curtain are they helping set up the ring or are they on the opening match of a show hiding backstage no they are not hiding backstage I'm sorry 
I think it's when they flee right after. They are not. They are not jerking not the curtain there. The There's so many easy jokes. <laughs> Derek? Going not setting up the ring, the other one. The other one? Uh, are, are they... <laughs> I don't remember what the name the other the ones that are left actually. There was yeah. setting up the ring and then the other one. And What's I, yeah. the other one? I don't yeah. know. What <laughs> what is the other one? Your I, I will let him have it. I will let him have okay, it. Okay. I know he's wanting to pick it, but I just want to know it, what it is. I don't it, remember. Yeah, it's, me too. Yeah, I don't know what it is. it's when they have the opening match on the show. Yes. Okay, he can have that one, and in case he's wrong, I take the right. One. It is correct though. <laughs> opening match of the show is jerking the curtain. <laughs> Okay. We'll say that, we'll say that point too. Yeah, yeah, okay. You guys are tired. No, 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 no. He gets he gets full point. He gets the point. Okay, he gets the point. Okay, Walsh is in the lead then. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> that's, that's not right. This is just like whose line is done anyway. The points don't matter. Yeah, I'm always known as the comeback kid anyways. Okay. Because uh, I come on X. I'm sorry, children. Yeah, thanks, Ray J. <laughs> never, we're never doing advertising. No. Never, ever. <laughs> Which of these people are not in WWE's Hall of Fame? Why tap yourself? Are you in? Are you one of the options? No, I am not one of the options. I'm, oh, I'm keeping okay. myself. I was about to say Alex. I was about to say Alex because he tapped himself. <laughs> I'm prepping myself for your guys' reactions to these people because only oh, okay. one of them is not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, that's good to know. So that's it's not good to like know. Yeah. A, C, and D. Yeah, no, it's just one option here. Just one. Yeah. Is it Drew Carey, Donald Trump, Kid Rock, or David Arquette? Who? Drew Carey. No, sir. Drew Carey is in the Hall of Fame. He is. Derek, your options are Donald Trump, Kid Rock, or David Arquette. I think it's Kid Rock. Kid Rock is also in the Hall of Fame. Well, she got 50-50 oh, he chance here. Is it Donald Trump or David Arquette? I have to go David Arquette because I feel like Trump would have paid for it. David Arquette is not in the Hall of Fame. You are correct. Donald Trump is in the fucking Hall of Fame of WWE. I thought David Arquette was. That's why I didn't go with it. I mean, he was in WCW, though, wasn't he? Yeah, but, for you that know. Bit. Yeah, and yeah, he was the champion for a little bit there. <laughs> and that was before WCW was bought out. It's also true. So oh, that was during the Ray of the Rumble phase of his career. Yeah. <laughs> Yet not so, uh, Hall of Fame. What's the what's the final tally on that then? Uh, we still got one more here. Oh, okay. This yeah, one, we're all tied up. This one's for all the marbles. Yeah, this one's for all the marbles. Is uh, this one double points? This is triple points. <laughs> triple points? Okay. Yeah, triple points. Awesome. I want the, I yeah. want the double triple points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the term Kevin Nash coined for wrestlers he felt were too small, boring, to be stars? Did he call them chihuahuas, pampers pull-ups, vanilla midgets, or $2 bills? I'm going to go with C. I, that feels like a Kevin Nash thing to say. He did call them vanilla midgets, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it because it just it's, it's on brand. It's on okay. brand. 
Okay. No. I mean, none of them were too far off brand. No. <laughs> true. True. Can you can you imagine that only one of those I did not make up? Do you uh, do you think that uh, when he got stabbed by uh, Thomas Jane that he called him a vanilla midget? Sorry. Oh, Jim. absolutely. Thank you for the callback, Derek. And then Derek's gonna have uh-huh. to call that one out. Yep. Ooh. Okay. We're gonna have a bonus question here. Okay. Walsh. I'm just going to give this to you if you get this one, because this is a hard one. Ooh, should I just let him answer first anyways, then? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, he's an automatic win Uh if he gets this one. Okay, I'm down for that. Yeah. What is a dusty finish named after Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, who would uh, book these when he was booking, like, NWA and everything? Mm -hmm. Is it when a manager or Booker changes the match at the last second when a match ends in a tie when the match outcome is immediately reversed in storyline in the ring or is it when a match ends abruptly like just after it starts I'm gonna go they change the outcome in the ring he's correct Walsh wins good job brother good job (laughs) What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this for is, real. It's a, yeah. yeah, this is why they yeah. call it the du- yeah, yeah, the dusty finish, huh. the dusty finish. Yeah, he would book them a lot, and you know, commonly it's like you know the ref misses like some like interference or something like that, mm-hmm. and they like there's like somebody backstage comes out and like they immediately reverse it in the ring, and they like they like will restart the match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great, right? It's awesome. Uh, Good job. Great. I'm glad you got that right, man. Good job. I'm so Hell yeah. I got that right. That was cool. Dude, I am proud of both of you guys so much for eliminating all of the correct answers to find the right ones. <laughs> High five. Teamwork. Uh, yeah, but that's not me. All right. <laughs> you know what? I feel like I feel like me and him could never do the uh, the fusion. The fusion dance. The fusion dance? Uh, you guys might fusion. get, like, a fat version of each other. No, we, we huh. could, no. we fusion. Totally off, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm, and, uh, Derek, Derek, I'm trying to line up with you, but we got a Walsh in the way. Get him out it's of the way. Gonna... I apologize to all of our audio listeners. <laughs> yeah, so if uh, you're listening, we are trying to do the fusion dance, but Walsh is arrogantly in the way. Like a professional. <laughs> Yeah. Like a like a predator. <laughs> Talking his prey. And we're just these Talking little sheep. Wandering right in the middle of shit. Yep. And we're just these dumb sheep walking up to him. <laughs> you know, we're getting kind of close to the end here. I uh Derek, I think we're gonna save your segment for our next episode. So we have Ooh, some more okay. time for it. Uh that's okay. gonna be a tease for the folks watching and listening at home to tune in next week for what you have planned. Ah, but I think uh, Rick, yeah. I think we should close out with, is it a Hulk Hogan lie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Is this true or false? Before they selected George Foreman to be the face of the George Foreman grills, did Hulk Hogan claim that he was originally going to be the face and name 
of the George Foreman grill, A, it would be the Hulk Hogan grill. I want to say that it's not true that they did approach him, but it's true that he would say that. Or oh, yeah. Say that. Yeah, I he, agree with him completely. He absolutely... The grill yeah. company was like, no, we had to deal with George from the beginning. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He names everything after himself. Have you met his 12 children all named George Foreman? Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> no way Christmas is fucking confusing in that house. It's like, what's this one for? This one's for George. <laughs> Which one? Yes. Oh. oh, man, I would I would hate it. I would hate it. It's pretty great, though. Oh. But, Hulk yeah, that, uh, that man is, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He is very well known for advertising and putting his face on everything. So it would make sense to me why he's salty that he was never approached about it and wants to at least pretend. So. Look, let's face it. in on a grill with Kiss. Be the Hogan Christmas. Hogan Kiss Grill. <laughs> the Hogan Kiss Grill. <laughs> Look, let's be fair. He was too busy wrestling 400 days out of the year in order to stop and endorse a grill. He somehow manipulated time. Yeah, he's right. He's right. All his time back and forth between Japan. Yep, because uh, somehow he would wrestle in America on a Wednesday and then fly back in time to Wednesday in Japan <laughs> so that he could wrestle in Japan. And they would fly forward in time back to America, only in return to fly back in time again. It's really simple. To Japan. About it. Yeah, it's super simple, Derek. Come on. It's just, he's crossing you know the... how time zones work? Yeah. It's they real like straightforward. Savings time, possibly leap year. Who yeah. knows? He was probably flying in the Concorde. It was even faster. You know... It, Considering the fact that Hulk Hogan is the one who trademarked uh, Hulk Hogan speed, I would not doubt it. Like <laughs> uh, brand speed. What you gonna do, brother? There's all those vitamins he was eating, saying his prayers. As long, as long, yeah, I was gonna say, as long as you're eating your vitamins, as long as you're saying your prayers, and as long as you're eating your Wheaties. All those things, and you can be just like Hulk Hogan after yep. you take a truckload of steroids. Yep. <laughs> Maybe hit a few women, say some racist comments. Then you're just like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, cuck hold yep. your buddy. You know, that's all. That's all you gotta do. Yep. Oh. Cause him to go insane and think that he's a paranoid schizophrenic, even though it's merely just a mix of you and the cocaine. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ah. Oh. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you for joining us on your night off. Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us on all the socials at Night Off Pod. If you like our podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. Oh, we also have shirts. Uh, we have shirts as yes. well. Yep, link in the description. Uh, you can find it at nightoffpod.threadless.com. And, uh, yeah, thank you all. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah. Say goodnight, boys. Have a good night. Good night.